morning. We're up to the Mishnah there, but I'm just going to attempt one more time just to finish off what we were discussing on, on um, Friday. Um, as I said, without reading too much into the example, if you want to do without the example, I'm just trying to get to how high gone. That was really what I wanted to get to. About the people who were stranded on Arab Shabbos. And uh, as I explained, I think it's going to offer this here to make absolutely clear. One, we do not have to be talking about cars on the opposite side of the road. There does not have to be 16 armors between them or anything like that. When people are getting a little confused there, there can be one armor between them. If the inner Rishus Harabim, that is called Zukanegazu, the Agolis were not 16 armors apart. There was an expanse of Rishus Harabim of 16 armors. That's what we calculated, right? And even three Tzvokim, I'm, abs- I'm not absolutely sure because we're not talking about Lobot here, but let- let's talk about, there's going to be a slight gap. So we said that would seemingly be the answer to the question because the Magen Avron brings standard thoughts in the Mishnah Bura and Simon Shem Mem Zayin. But we pass him obviously like this, that Shteyen Zu Kenegad Zu, that's the way, um, that's the Moshet is part in that case and according to the Shulchan Aruch Arab, it's even Mutter. We said in all likelihood that that's talking about when they belong to the same, seemingly they've got to belong to the same person, because uh, otherwise it's no better than Rosh Hashayach to Rosh Hashayachid. And although the Mishnah says, Pata Avalasa, it could well be because he's talking about they don't belong to the same, same person. So, make a haknor from one to the other, at least that would get you, that would be better than having it uh, sort of completely one, one behind the other. The only thing, as I said, was this Rav High God, which I'm just going to try and briefly um, deal with now, and with this close the sugya. Is Rav High God was quoted in the Ritmor, that's how we originally had it. Rav High God said that Moshit, when we talk about Diyota Achas, or Shte Diyotois, is not as we've been thinking about it till now, on one side of the road, two sides of the road, that, that's not so much than a could. That is, that's the way the Ritmor brings it. That was the way it was done in the Mishkon. But, well, not so much down the way the Mishkan. Let me, let me rephrase that. When it's two sides of the road, in all likelihood, you will not be able to have it bridging both Rishi and Sayyafid. It'll just be too far apart. Whereas when they're one in front of the other, you can get them right up close, and therefore you can have them bridging, or the pole, whatever you're stretching across, can bridge between the two Rishi And that is the definition of Moshe, said the Ritzvah. Now, the reason the other Rishi did not go with that is because they hold, no, that's not Moshit. Moshit is a told as far as the, the Rabbi God seems to be going with the Rishalmi, the Rishalmi that learned that Moshit is a standalone Malacha. So much so that Be'etim should be considered an Av. The only reason it's not listed as an Av says the Rishalmi is because it doesn't have any Toldos. But the other Rishalmi will go with what they understand the Babli who doesn't say that the Rishalmi is because no, it's a Tolda of Haitah. Because the underlying yesoid of Moshit, why you chayv, is because you are taking something out from one rishus and putting it into another rishus. Okay, it's going, eventually, the halacha is in Rosh Hashanah, but that's the chiddush. But soft, that's the halacha of Mishnah Messina, but soft calls soft, all said and done, maybe not halacha of Mishnah Messina, but all said and done is that, that uh, it's the haitzah, it's the haitzah. Therefore, on the contrary, if you leave it still within the first Rosh Hashayah, you're not going to be Chayyad. Call it Eged, Klishamei Eged, call it what you want. It hasn't completely left the first Rosh So therefore, they threw that out. Now, as I said to you, that's the way that it's Vor, quotes of High God. And when he comes to this last little piece that we've done, he knocks the Ritvor out. Uh, not the Ritvor, the Rav High God, right? The Ritvor knocks Rav High God out and says, Rashi is correct. Why? Because he says, 
according to Rabbi God, why are we talking about two Argolas, one behind the other? We're saying, that's the way it was done in the Mishkan. That's why you're Chayef, with Bediyota Achas. Because there was one Argola behind the other. Yeah? It's why? It's just say, one Argola. Next to That's the way. That's the way they were, they... It rested across, especially, especially, I don't know if he's going with that shit. It could well be he's going with that shit. There was one big Argola. Or two Argolas, but attached, so to speak. They travelled with them across. Resting across. And he quotes Shav Haigon, who says something about the fact that they went from one Agola to the other. And he says, what? He says, Dovo Matsmiahu, it's a, it's a Peladikas Ach. What are you talking about? What, they travelled this way? They travelled with them that way. They travelled with them across the Agola. They travelled like that. They didn't travel with them one, the, the, the beams resting between two, two wagons, one in front of the other. Most definitely not. They travelled with them going across two wagons, the Ritzvah is going with that Shet of Tosus, which is cannot all Roshan go with. It, was, it, it sort of spans the, the width of the two Argolas. He says, Dovah Matzmiyahu, and he says, therefore Rashi's Peshat is correct. Now, the MS is, the MS is, that in terms of that question, I don't really understand what the Ritzvah is asking. Because I think all, the, all that Rav Haigon meant was, when they passed them across, they would rest them between one wagon and the other. That's all we're saying. The one behind and the one in front. That's all it's saying. We're not talking about travelling like that. As you pass them forward, like Rashi says, they would rest them between one wagon and the other. But, more than that is that we have to understand that the Ritzvah seemingly had a different, uh, I don't know if a different gift, we had a different understanding of, of what Rav Haigon was saying. Because if you look back in earlier Rishonim, the Rabbi Nechananel, the Rashba, they, they clearly didn't understand that's, that's what he was talking about. If you look at the Rabbi Nechananel, you'll see the Rabbi Nechananel, he doesn't quote it from Rav Haigon, but it's clearly, clearly coming from Rav Haigon. It's the Loshan of Rav Haigon, in fact, as well. Um, and basically what he says is, you see, we've been missing the point over here. We've been talking about that Moshit is Peshat, that you pass something across, and it's resting on two Rashiyas. That's not the definition. That may be a point. That may be a point. But Moshit is Peshat that, or well, let me put it differently, the Yuta Achas has got nothing to do with whether it's this side of the road to that side, or whether it's one in front of the other. That's got nothing to do with Yuta Achas and Shtei Yutais. Well, Shtediyotoyos, we normally understand there's two sides of the road. Right? Which, now this is where, it's very, it's, if you, you may not even notice this, but this is where the Ritzvah and the Rashba, this is the underlying difference. The Ritzvah understood that Shtediyotoyos was two sides of the road. But you can have situations where Shtediyotoyos potentially could be higher, if they're not, not that far apart. And you can have the pole resting on both Rashias. It's just, generally speaking, people don't, don't uh, you know, the distance is going to be bigger across the road. Says the Rashbul, the way he answers, the Rabbi Nechanan, the way they answer, no, that's not Peshat. The Peshat in, in, in Rav Haigon is, yeah, that Shtetu Tois means where you can't connect up the two things. If on two sides of the road you can connect them up by putting a plank of wood between the two, not that you can, it's the thing people would normally do, yeah, then that is Diyotah Achas, that's not called Shtetu Tois. 
And that's it. Connecting them up, something which you'd normally connect up with a plank, that's called Dyotaatas. Dyotaatas means something which becomes one. And therefore, and a Hanami, as we said, one in front of the other, that's normally you're going to be able to connect them up. On two sides of the road, it's not the direct to connect them up. But the Peshat is that, again, on two sides of the road, if you can connect them up, they are Dyotaatas. The rest of it is more or less the same. Right? Because if you can connect them up, by the way, if you're connecting them up before Shabbos, then you can actually carry across. You can walk across the beam. Above, I think it's above 10 to 12, but you can, you can do that. So if you did pass a beam across your, uh, from car to car, potentially you may be able to work something out. But that's what was done before Shabbos. But if you do it on Shabbos, you try and put a beam across, you've actually been Mechal Shabbos. Right? Um, well, potentially. So, that's the, that's the basic thing of the, the Rabbi Nechananel, the Rashba. Someone say there are slight differences between the Rashba and the, and the Rabbi Nechananel. In, in, this, um, in this piece from his name was, was Rabbi Shai Yitzchok? Uh, why is this? I can't remember the name. Somebody from, I think an up-based in the Bnei Barak. He wanted to say that if you look at the Lashon of the, the Rashba, that going across the Rosh Hashanah since people do not, it's not the derech to put a beam across, therefore you'll never be, you'll never be hired for Moshe there. I'm not absolutely convinced because I think it would depend on if you got the cars close enough that it would be the derech. Now, as he understands that therefore the halacha becomes that never across the Rosh Hashanah would you be hired for Moshe. If you're going across the width. I'm not, abs- I'm not definite that that's what the Rashbon means. It could be that if it's not the Derek, generally the Derek is not. If you're going across the Rosh Hashanah, if the cars are parked, you know, at an Amor part, then maybe the Derek would be to put a beam across. The Rabbi Nechanan doesn't, doesn't make that distinction. He wants to say, no, maybe yes, maybe not. Um, the bottom line from all of that is, the bottom line from all of that is, that... Um, but see, the reason why the Rashba comes on to Rabbi Gon is because he says he doesn't understand what's going on here. What do you mean that when you, part, when you pass them across the width, you're, you're not hired? He says, what do you mean? What do you think they, what do you think they, they, they did in the Mishkan? Yeah? So he says, then he saw Rabbi Gon and he said, oh, that was the answer. Rabbi Gon says, remember this because I've worked very, very hard to, to get this to your side. Because that Yotza Achas has got nothing to do with whether you're going this way or whether you're going one in front of the other. It's to do with whether it's normal to connect the two or not. That's the only difference. That's the only difference. And therefore, Erechanami, if going across that way would be normal, then 100%, that would be, that would be considered to your Okay? As I said, there is obviously... Can I, can I just clarify? You've got these two balconies on one side of the, of the Yeah. If there, if there was a plank going across them before Shabbos... You'd be able to walk across. You'd be able to pass across. So you'd be able to pass something across without taking it. You could be on one and pass on to the other. You can carry and, from and, one and to the other. That's yeah. what it says. I can't tell you more than that. But the, but the actual Mamre says, So what you're saying there is where it hasn't been planked. It hasn't Correct. been connected. Correct. Then if you pass from one Correct. to the other, you'll be fine. Correct. Yes. You have to make an error, obviously, by the way. Even when it's planked. Yeah, well, obviously. It's the same as it was no, it's not. Exactly. 
putting a black across doesn't help you uh, make it all into one ownership. No, you're assuming it is one ownership as well. Both Toyotas belong to the same person. I'm not assuming that. You no. are, no. <laughs> all right, no. So here okay, so if they are, then yeah, you don't have to make an error. You're right. He's right. basing himself, it's based on the Gemara in Erevin, uh, in, uh, in Erevin, Dachayin Ches, but you could, this, this idea of putting a plank across before Shabbos. But we are talking about here where a plank was not put across before Shabbos. And yes, yes so therefore you're Chayat. Yeah. Like if it's across a Rosh Hashanah, um, what? You're always spotted, either whether it's planked across or not planked across. You pass something from one geota to the other geota, you'll be possible. I didn't say that. Well, that that's, that that's the whole point of the The is possible. No. So now we've learned that according to the Ritzvah in Rob Haigon, it depends how close they are together. It depends on how you do motions, and that's it. Right? Geota achas, you can be potter. Stay geotas, you can be chayev. It simply depends on how far apart they are. Right? According to, let's say, the Rabbeinu Hanano, Rashpo is a little bit not absolutely clear, but according to the Rabbeinu Hanano, it also can change, but not to do so much with whether you put it that it bridges the gap. It's whether the derech would be for people to connect the two with a plank. It could well be he also holds that Moshe, it's Yochayev, when you rest it across. That may well be. No, 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 again, again, again. The Ritzvah says that the Kudah here is of Rabbi God. He understood this in the Malacha of Moshet. What is Moshet? What is Moshet? Uh, it's bridging. He bridging. I could use that word. Right? Everyone knows bridging? That means between two Rishuya Sayyot, across the Rishuya Sarab. That's Moshet. So the reason why we say stay do your toys your potter is because generally stay do your toys across the width of Rosh Hashanah is going to be too far to, to bridge something. But if it's not too far, then I'll come up with Yochbi even though it's stay do your toys. And when it's Yota Achas, generally you can get them much closer together. Therefore, you can have bridging, and that's why you'll be Chai. But if it's too far apart, then I'll you'll be potter. Right? Yes? So when Rav Haigan starts talking about the fact that in the, with the Dargolis, uh, they had them bridging. Um, one in front of the other. He says, they didn't travel like that. What is going on? It dolomats. Miyahu. And he says, stick with Rashi, therefore. Right? Whereas if you look at the Rabbi Rechanan, you look at the Rashba, you can see that's not what Rabbi Haigon meant for a start. The point of the bridging is possibly twofold, but definitely something else to start with. And that is not when it, forget Moshe for a second. And that is, do people, is it the derech of people where these wagons or balconies or cars, whatever it may be, where they're positioned now, would it be the derech of people to bridge to make it into one Roshos? What's my on Shabbos? Generally speaking, would people decide to connect the two Roshos together? That will depend on distance, may depend on the fact that you're going across a massive, uh, uh, you know, motorway or something like that. You can't start sticking poles across there. Right? When these juggernauts come up. You know, you've got to... So you've got to think to yourself, would it be the derech or would it not? And that 
If it's the derech, yeah, then it's called yota achas. If it's not the derech, it's called shteidu yotois. It's irrelevant whether it's going that way or that way. The only reason we talk about zu kenegad zu is shteidu yotois is once again because generally you don't start putting poles across a, the width of a rosh hashanah. But that's if it's going across the whole the whole way. If it's going just this little bit, maybe I'm suggesting that it could be that part. You would, right? A lot depends on on the different factors, right? But I said to you this this uh, this Rob wanted this Abayim wanted to say that according to the Rashi, you'll never have it. Get the halacha now becomes like Rashi, never across. You know the width of Rosh Hashanah. I'm not convinced necessarily the Rashi means that. Maybe yes, maybe not. I'm not right. But the, that's the definition, that's the main point of Rav Haigod. This bridging is not so much the Moshe's, it may well be that's Moshe's as well, 100%. Probably is. But he's, th- there's an Akuda which if you want, I don't know if you can say the Ritzvah was missing, right? And that's what Rav Haigod is coming to address. The Ritzvah understood, we're dealing with Moshe's here, that they had it bridging, right? He says, bridging? If you're bridging, it'd be that way, not that way, because you, you travelled with the beams. Right? Across the, the two wagons. Not one in front of the other. Yeah? So I don't think that's what the, the, I don't think that's what Rav Haigom was coming to say. What Rav Haigom was coming to say is that the Levian, which way would they sort of create a bridge between the two wagons? One in front of the other. That creates the Yota'achas. And therefore you could be high for passing from one to the other if you went that way. That's all he said. Interestingly enough, the Rabbi Nechanan actually has the gears that the wagons were Zer, can I get Zer, Zer, Eitzel, Zer, or something like that. Yep. But again, the, the only, I'm sure this, if we went into it much deeper, I'm sure you could find much more and get much more out of it. But all I'm trying to show you is just one extra Nakoda for what we said at the beginning. And that is, in terms of understanding Rabbi Haigon, yeah, the, the point of the bridging is not just the Malach of Moshe. That may well be true. But it goes far deeper than that in so far as that the bridging is that is what we ask ourselves would people generally bridge between the two to connect the two Rashiyas which then makes it into Diyota Achas such that if on Shabbos you decided to bridge that's the Svarah behind it it wasn't bridged before, before Shabbos and now on Shabbos you decided to bridge if you want to call it making one Rashiyas that's the Malachah of Moshet it wasn't bridge before Shabbos, and now you did it. You're chayav on Shabbos. We're not talking about the Levian traveling with the with the with the uh, beams like that or anything. Like that. We're talking about simply bridging and creating one rishos. And it's it. I'm not saying we've answered everything with that. It's just it's a start. I believe that is why the Ritzvah, so to speak, ran into problems and threw it out. That's the first you so you need in order to work with. It begins the answering. Obviously, it can't be that simple, but that's the. If you look carefully, you'll see that's the difference between the way that it's brings Rav Haigon. And the way Rabbi Nechananel and the Rashba bring Rabbi Gon. And therefore, when a person's thinking he's stranded in the middle of nowhere, and he's thinking how to park his cars, Midinad, Morgan Avram, whatever you want to call it, the Shulchan Aruch, but we don't bring Rabbi Gon. It's back, to, it's as we said, part them one, and, uh, one side by side, that's the way to do it. Okay? Will it become Mutter? You've got to then make an Aram of some sort, right? Try and connect the two if you can. Something like that. That would, that, that would be the, um, if you want to also incorporate the shit of Rabbi Gon, yeah, you'd have to make sure that you are parked in such a way that people would generally not start. So ideally, yes, you want to be on the opposite sides of the road or something like that. Then there's no way whatsoever you could uh, start creating one shifts. The other option, by the way, is obviously to park near to one another and actually bridge between the two before showers. If you've got something to do that, 
with, then you're all right. Yeah? Yeah, is that clear? But as it happens, as it happens anyway, according to Rabbi Haigon, even if you, if you sort of park close to one another, such that you could bridge, but if you don't actually bridge it, Moshe, you pass it across, such that it leaves the Rishos completely, you're going to be part of it. doesn't matter where you bridge it. Huh? It doesn't matter where you bridge it. No, what I'm saying is, even if, what, what do you mean by that? I'm saying if on Shabbos you don't bridge it. Because according to Rabbi Haigon, I don't think that's changed. Before, let's say before Shabbos. No, no, just don't, don't know where you're going to get a uh, bridge will break because the car runs past. No, but if they're very close to each other. Yeah, no, it wouldn't make a difference. If you take a match from the floor, yeah. where you put your feet on the, the mat. And I'm not sure it's got to be above 10th probably. That, that, that's, that, that's more for the Sugin Eirebin. In Eirebin, I think it talks about it. Um, it said it's, it's a... Because the two balconies are obviously above 10, but that makes them sort of just I don't know if the bridge has to be above 10, because otherwise it sort of just sort of bends in the just up. I'm not sure. Uh, you take the mattress across the floor, and either across okay, the roof, I'm or saying, or if it's, the roof or whatever. Yeah, no, that, that, that would be fine. But, but as I said to you, in practice, in practice, I don't know if it would make such a difference if you just stuck to what we said you know, initially, which is park the cars side by side, Right? And then just make sure you, when you pass things across, you don't leave them bridging between the two. That would be the most important thing because then, anyway, according to Rabbi Haigon, that's not the Malach al Moshet. Yeah? Because the Malach al Moshet, I don't think that, that, that point that Rabbi Nechanan and Rashba are disagreeing with. Moshet is only when it's bridging. If you pass it across, that's nothing to do with Moshet. Yeah? So in which case, according to Rabbi Haigon, there's nothing to talk about here because it's not Moshit. And according to Rashi and all the other Rashidim who learn that that is Moshit, but they'll say to you, yeah, but it's uh, Molzet, right? None of this whole lambda of Rapaigon about making it to one diot and two diot toys. If it's on the same side of the road, Yechayev. If it's one neck, if it's with the, with the width of the Rosh in between, you're going to be part of. Maybe Mutter, depends on whether it belongs one, two, etc., etc. Okay? So the final word on that is. If a person is stranded in the middle of nowhere with 30 seconds to go till Shabbos and his car is just around, run out of fuel anyway, he's debating how to park the cars, have them next to each other. Obviously make sure it's safe to do this, by the way, right? Rather than the one behind one another, um, which, in which case then you probably need a little more time to start linking them up with your mattresses and things like that. Okay? Well, you can mitigate the malafa by... One person do not saw, one person do have not saw. That's telling us of the Rabbanon. Yeah. We're looking for a way to be, uh, yeah. get around any history of the Rabbanon as well. Yeah. We already went through all these and we're not going to spend another half hour. Yeah, yeah. Throw all the food into one car. I know we've gone through all of this, right? Yeah, they didn't do it. They're just about worried. They're worried about parking their cars right now, okay? Fine. Next Mishnah. Chulias Habar Vahasela. Now, when a person digs a pit, um, sometimes what you do is you put around the pit, you take the earth and you put it around the pit. That's called the chulia. Chulia is the earth you take out of the pit. And you put it to create some sort of wall around the pit. That's called chulia sabar. So the chulia of the pit, the hasela, or a rock, which are ten tfokim high, the rochbon arba, and four tfokim wide, 
Somebody who takes off them, or somebody who puts onto them, is chayev, is chayev, because you're taking from a rishus, rather than putting onto a rishus, or vice versa. But, but if it's less than 10 tefokim, or less than 4 tefokim, in surface area, potter, he is potter. Says Rashi, on the Mishnah there, Kudya Sabur, Karka Khafira Sabur, it's the, the grounds of the, right, the earth of the digging of the pit. Nosen in Sivivosa, they put around the edge of the pit. Lehakif, to surround it, Kamin Choma, a bit like a wall. Kamosha on a Nosen Hekafetim, like we normally do, we build a surrounding, a perimeter of wood, a even of stone, solve a burr around the, and the, the opening of the burr. Right, but what they did is make use of the earth they were taking out anyway, and they piled it up around. So the Gemara asks, why do you need to teach me both Chudya Sabar and the case of the Sela? Is this the Rishus Rabbin? Yeah. But the Burr itself may well be... Uh, well, okay, we don't have to come on to that yet. But uh, yeah, it's in Rishus So the Gemara wants to know, why you teach me both the case of the Chudya Sabar and the Sela? Lesni Habar Vahasela. Just teach Habar Vahasela. Meaning to say, what, what's pshat? Is the chulio, the chulio, yeah, the chulio, the bar. How high is the chulio? Ten. Ten. Well, in which case, it's effectively it's a sela. The whole point of the chulio sabar is because what you really, you're not really interested in the chulio. It's the fact you're trying to tell me that a rishosayof it can be that way or that way. Whether it's ten tefachim upwards, you got a rishosarabim, and you got in your rishosarabim, you got the sela, you got your rock. And the rocks tend to pop them high, four by four in surface area. Oh, that's a Rishasayog. It's in the midst of Rishasarabim. That's the case of the cellar. What's the case of the bird that you want to tell me? You want to tell me that in the middle of Rishasarabim, I dig a pit, and the pit is four by four in surface area, depth of ten to that's a Rishasayog. That's a fake. Why are you talking about the Chulio? Why, why are you including the case of the Chulio? What's that got to do with it? Yeah? The Oh, well, that's, that's already, that, that's what we're going to answer. So the Gemara answers, this supports Rabbi Yechanan. The Omer Rabbi Yechanan, because Rabbi Yechanan says, that a pit and its chulio um, combine to ten. In other words, the pit is not ten tefachim deep. The pit may be five tefachim deep. So how do you get ten tefachim? The answer is, you got five tefachim down that way, and when he puts the earth round, the earth creates a wall which is five tefachim as well. So you've got five tefachim down, five tefachim up. Here's the chiddush. If you put something on top of the chulia, or take something off the top of the chulia on Shabbos, you're going to be chayyim. Because we're mitzarev, down and up. That's the chiddush. Yeah, is that a chiddush to you? Okay. Well, it is, because we haven't learned Tehran yet. But, uh, right, it's Mephorosha Mishnah in Tehran. Right? Which is why it shouldn't be such a chiddush. We'll come to that in a second. So the Gemara says, Tanya nami hoki. So too we've learned this in a brisa. Bur v'rishus harabim. If you got a bur in the rishus harabim, v'chul. Um, sorry, bur v'chul yosa. What have I just done? So yeah, bur v'rishus harabim. Amuka yud, which is ten deep. Urachava arba, and it's four wide. Ein memal in heimenu b'shabbos. You can't fill from it on Shabbos. No, you can't fill from it on Shabbos. Ela in kain osulo mechitzas gavoya mechitzo gavoya yud tefachim. Unless you make around it a mechitz of ten tefachim, in other words, if here's my burr, 
yeah? Then step back a little bit from the edge, create a nice little enclosure around it. Then anyone who wants to take water from the burn on, on Shabbos can go inside the enclosure. The whole thing, the whole enclosure, including the, the, the well as well, is all a Rishasayofit, so you can take the water out. But otherwise, you can't do that, because the minute you take the water out, you're taking it into a Rishas Harabin. Okay? And even stick your head over, we blood doesn't help, because they may come to take it, take it out. Yeah? What about Pase Birois, for anyone who has Lanteirivin? There's a concept of, with a burr, we allow you to build what's called Pasin, which is just, it's like a... Square for the whole circle. Mm, uh, sort of, but you basically, instead of having Mechitis all the way around, you just have... A uh, little, an amal here and amal there. It's a, what do you call it? A L shape, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Corner pieces, right? And depending on how far apart they are, you may have to have a few straight pieces as well in, in the middle as well. But if it's not that far apart, just that's all you need. It's called passi birois. Why doesn't that work? So Tosh says that, that, that doesn't work because that only works either with a be'er ma'im chaim, a natural wellspring, or a burr which belongs to the, to the rabbin. But here we're talking about a privately owned burr, therefore it, uh, it doesn't work. Yeah, a guy bought, bought the rights to it. Yeah, and one guy did, built it, did it, right? Um, and, okay, I mean, the, the, the only other case he says is, he says, if it's a communist, we'd allow it, though. We'd allow a uh, person, even with a privately owned bird. Okay, so then it says, And then you can't drink from it on Shabbos. Unless he puts inside, uh, sort of inside the pit, his head and the majority of his body. Here you go, this is the point we wanted. And a pit with its chulio, with the surrounding uh, earth, that they combine to ten and therefore cause you a problem. So there you go. Says Rashi. On the previous page, Rashi says on the Gemara there, Says Rashi, Peshitalon, it's obvious to us, the Sela Noka, the reason why I mentioned the case of the Sela is the Inyan Goiva, it's for its height. Uber, the reason why it talks about the Burr is the Inyan Omek, it's to tell you with regard to depth. That's the reason why you pick on a Burr as opposed to a Sela. Fine. That you take from inside it, from inside the pit, in other words, and then take out into the Rosh Hashanah. If we're talking about the height, for example, that it's the Chiddush of the Bar is for taking off the Chulio, the Chulio which surrounds the pit, and taking that down onto the Rosh Hashanah. For example, that it's four wide, the Chulio itself is four wide, so it forms the Rosh Hashanah. So, what's the point of teaching us the case of the Chulio at all? Hotanari Sela, it's already told you it's Sela. What's the, what, what, call it a different name, make it a slightly different uh, sort of a scenario here. But it's the same idea, the Chulia has just become a, a different form of the Sela. It's 4 by 4 it's 10 high, so it's a Rosh Hashanah, it's in the middle of a Rosh Hashanah. The reason why I mentions it is for somebody who takes from inside the the Ogunim means basically within the airspace of the, of the burr. And he takes something from in, within there, out into the Rosh Hashanah. The Chayim of the Hochi, since that's the case, why are you talking about the Chulia at all? Just keep it simple. Right? The burr for depth, that makes the Rosh Hashanah by going down. And the Salah is you create the Rosh Hashanah by going up. Finished. 
So we said it to tell you the Chiddush that it's Tarkin Nasara. The Shabi Abar Shayach, to make the Bar and Tirush Shayach it, even though the Bar itself is not 10 Tfokhim deep, it's only 8 Tfokhim deep, that's say, but the Chulio create, the Chulio of 2 Tfokhim completes the 10 Tfokhim. And if a person takes out a bit of earth, a chulio, right, takes out a bit of, um, from within the, 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 the pit, he'll be chayat for that. Because he's taken from within a roshayachit into a roshayachit. That's the chiddush. So we said, we've also got a brighter which supports that, because we said if a person's got a bar in roshayachit, um, you can't, uh, you can't take from it outside, unless you make a mechitza of ten. It says, Rashi mechitza yud, shi'amamani omilipnim, that the person who's filling should stand inside, min ha make your enclosure so that the person filling should stand inside the enclosure of the and fill up from the burr. You can't drink from it, to stand on the edge of the pit, and to draw water with your bucket, and say, don't worry, I won't take it out, I'll put my head into the halal of the burr. Don't worry, and drink. You can't do that. We've already learned this in the first paragraph. You can't stand in Rosh Hashanah and drink in Rosh Hashanah. We worry you may pull the Kli towards you, meaning you'll carry the Kli out into Rosh Hashanah. Unless he puts his head in the majority of his body, into the Rosh Hashanah he's drinking. Okay? So there you go. There you have it. Just turn back. Why does it need to tell us this Chiddush that a bur and a Chulia are mitzvah to ten? Right? The Ashminon Ha to teach us this Chiddush. Right. But we've already learned it once. The Perek Basu the Erevin in the last Perek of Erevin. Right, the bit surrounding it. Together, they're high. If you got a window from your house directly above it, you can fill from it on Shabbos. You can fill, you know, lower rope from your window and Rabbi Yechonon establishes it in the Gemara there. But obviously the pit is right next to your house. If there's a Rosh Hashanah in between, you'd have a problem. The Komash Malon is coming to teach us the Bur V'chud Yosom is Tarkin Asara. That's the main point of the Chiddush. Your house is a Rosh Hashanah. The Bur belongs to you. So it's also your, your domain. What domain is the Bur? It's a Rosh Hashanah. Why? But the Bur is not ten Tzvachim deep. Don't worry. I created the Chulia around it, which created the extra bit of height, made it ten Tzvachim together, so it's Rosh Hashanah, so we're going from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, it all belongs to one person, that's the Chiddush. So what's the point? It's my first It's my first Mishnah there already. We need Avishnah to teach us this. So here we go, see if anyone remembers this. The Yishleima. I'm sure uh, Jonathan will help us out here. The Yishleima. That, the Derech Tana Lashmiyinu Bekeitzeh. It's the Derech of the Tana to teach us in short, even though he's already taught us something in another place, as we say at the beginning of Brochus, it's coming to teach us something along the way. The hair of Shimsha Echa the Truma there, we're talking about that. With hair of Shemesh, the Kainim Alati, the Truma, even though it's Mafurusha, complete Mishnah, in Mesech Nagoyim, that's the Kainim Alati, the Truma, in fact, it's yesterday's Sedra, right? So it's a Mufurusha Mishnah that once you have uh, the sun sets, 
It comes night, the Kayanim who have Tovil during the day can go and eat their Trumah. So why do we need to teach the Mishnah at the beginning of the Sechus Brachas to teach me there? I got that. Says, and to, so we love the same Tosis over there, right? It's to teach us milsa agav v'mechikamashmelon. If it could teach you another halacha, just derech agav, with not many more ex, with many extra words, why not? Bit of chazara, right? Herb shimshayichal v'tumah v'chayin or rabbis b'ashas says Tosis. As he said over there, you'll find many such examples in shas. Okay, fine. That's answer number one. Here's answer number two. This is the this is the chiddush. This is the extra. No, it's two completely. Different in Yonim, so it is teaching you something um, extra. But to actually repeat the same thing is not doesn't help you. What do you mean? Telling us about this setup. I got also about is I got also of Zaman Krishna is at the night time. Right. You're learning something additional. Right. And here we are talking about a Rishus Harabim in a Rishus Hayachov and then a Rishus Harabim. And we're telling you the Chiddush of the Sela. So once we're telling you the Chiddush of the Sela, I'm also telling you the Chiddush of going down, Ayyabur. So Derek Agav will tell you, by the way, you should know that when we talk about Abur, it doesn't have to be Abur on its own. It can also be Abur of Chudu, which you've already learned or you will learn in Ayyabur, which is the main circuit for it. Okay, so the point I'm making is... In Brochus and Nagoyim, you've got two Mishnahs which teach you two things. Right, and I have here you've got two Mishnahs which teach you one thing. No, they don't. The Mishnah in Erevin is teaching you with regard to filling your the water through the Derechalayim. Our Mishnah here is teaching you with regard to taking from your pit into the Rosh Hashanah. Pit into Rosh Hashanah, set onto Rosh Hashanah. So, Agav Urche, let me just tell you something, that the Bur and the Chulia can actually be started to create that Bur. Yeah? I think so. Yeah? Inami, or, and this is, this is the extra Chiddush, or, Mi Yitzurah de Masnisen, from the Yitzur, from the, from the extra Mishnah, Sham Inam, we're going to learn out something extra here. This is the Chiddush. The Mitztarif in the Argor, not that it's Mitztarif in Asorah, did you know this? We've learned, yeah? And this, if anyone is familiar with Sukkot and Erevin, you'll know this, that you could be mitztari for That's not something new, says Tosfus. Yeah? To be mitztari to create a height, to combine, to create a height of 10, or depth, whatever you want to call it, that's all right. You know, that, that we already know. Eight down and two up, make 10, right? Seven down, so you can do the maths, right? It's, but what about to be mitztari to create four? You know, to be a Rosh Hashayof, you've got to have a height or depth of 10. Tvachim. But it's also going to have an area of 4x4 Tvachim. What if my bur isn't quite 4x4? But, together with the Chulio, it is. Meaning to say, this is my bur, and I measure it, it's about 3.5x3.5. 3.5x4, well, you know, whatever you want to call it, right? So I put a Chulio around it, and the Chulio measures an extra width of, let's say, a quarter on either side, so that makes it up to four by four. Yeah? I mean, if I put a board across now, from one edge of the, the outer edge of the chulia to the other outer edge, I'd have a board of, I'd need a board of four by four. But I didn't put a board there. What does the burr become? Is it a karmelit, a makain patur? Is it a makain patur? The burr is not four by four, so it can't be even a karmelit. Right? 
and in a Rishasarab, maybe you don't have a Makoim Petur, so whatever you want to say, right? Is it a Makoim Petur? Or is it a Rishasayochit? That's the Chiddush of our Mishnah here. That the Chudyo is not just Mitzarit upwards, it's Mitzarit outwards as well. And that's a much bigger Chiddush. Yeah? I don't know if you see why that's a much bigger chiddush. The wall doesn't have to be straight up. Oh. Because it's not 4 by 4 all the way, presume it's not 4 by 4 all the way down. Which, okay, I suppose you could say good, sort of, some sort of good, uh, good uh, asik or something like that. But it's, it's gone wide at the top. It's not all the way down. It's still within the pit. It's not. That's the chiddush. If you take a look at the now. You have the, the oh, it could be also, yeah, I haven't dug it straight either. That could well be in the but, here, but it's not actually sitting on top of the bow. When you're talking about the height, you could drop a palm line that the whole airspace of the bow is 10 high. This doesn't change the airspace. I mean, I suppose you could look at it that the bow has widened the top. Okay, okay, fine, okay. M- m- maybe not then. But anyway, that, that is the Chiddush. Inami miyatura demasisim from the excerpt, things in, in Amish, no? Shalminu we're coming to teach them is tarfin la'arbo. Udish tamish al-gabal ma'ayin. We're talking about being able to use the space on top of the, the pit. Because he put something across it. Well, Misha wants to use the top now. We're talking about that the Chulia itself is ten high this time. Because if it's not ten high, then you're not going to be high for taking or putting on top of it. Right? Again, it could be the Chulia together with the Burr as it happens. Now it comes out very nice. Holding Tani b'Masnis in that which we taught in our Mishnah, Gavayhin Asaro. Sorry, now the Chulia itself is ten high. See, I I think as it happens, what's happening here is like this: that you've got you've got your 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 Chulia, right, which is ten high. Okay, it's ten high. Um, but it's not full wide, obviously, it's just this wide. Yeah? But if I measure from one edge of the chulia to the other edge of the chulia, there's a massive gap in the middle, obviously. It'll be four by four. Yeah? The chiddush is that we're going to allow you to be mid-star at that. Yeah? That's the chiddush. The chulia itself is ten high. You're not actually using the depth of the pit, I don't think. Right? The chulia is ten high, but it's not full wide. I mean, you've got all the way going, you've got this, like, uh, perimeter of a wall, which is ten high. It's ten high. Yeah, it's ten high, but it's not full wide. It's full wide if you go from one extremity to the other extremity, if you put a ball on top. Correct? Yeah? So as I've said, a, a, a normal house... Or a, a That's because you can stand inside it. Here you can't because you've got a hole in the middle of it. And going down into the hole, then you're back to this problem that it's not full wide. But the Chiddush is that we're going to allow you to incorporate the, the hole to make up that 4 by 4 I think that's the point we're getting at here. Um... But let's just finish it. Um, oh. So he says, now it's very good, but it says, Gavayhin Asara. Why Gavayhin Asara? You know, Chudi Asara, Asara, Shehin Gavayhin Asara. 
before the according to the, the shot we've been saying till now, they're not ten high. The pit was eight deep, and the chulio was uh, two was too high, as in two tefachim high, right? So in other words, it's mitzayif. Why are you talking about gavay hin asara? The teretz is because we're talking about the chulio is ten high now, and the mitzayif is that way, not that way. Yeah. Now it fits fine as well the Loshan Al Gabon. Why Al Gabon? According to the previous Pshat, we're talking about taking from inside the pit to outside the pit, not from on top of the Chulia. According to this Pshat, it fits very nicely because we're talking about using the Chulia itself. If the Mishnah is talking about being tied to 10, and the Chulia itself is not 10 high, then it doesn't come out very well. That it's 10 high. It's not 10 high. You also wouldn't be high for putting on top of the Chulia. If you put on top of the Chulia, it's not 10 high. The Teretz is the Chulia is 10 high. The Chulia is 10 high. We're not talking about from taking inside the pit within the Chalal of the Bo. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about from taking on or off the Chulia itself. And the Chulia itself is 10 high, like the seller. So we said, what's the Chiddush? The Chiddush is that the Sela is 10 high and 4 by 4. The Chulia is 10 high, but it's not 4 by 4. The only way you can make it 4 by 4 is saying, okay, this little bit of the Chulia, this little bit of the Chulia, and the bits in between, the S, the sort of the air in between, that's the airspace of the bow, it's Mistarif to make it up to the 4 by 4, if I put something on top. We'll just clarify that tomorrow and move on. Thank mm-hmm.